Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a new Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week thus far. This is Wednesday evening as I record this, as I do every week, and we're back um, here with another episode. Hopefully, uh, you know, everyone is settling in. Um, combine week, finally. Um, end of February, early March is when the combine kicks off, so I believe it starts tomorrow on Thursday. Um, defensive backs um, begin their drills, and I believe it's one other position group. Just uh, slipping my mind here, but um, overall, should be a fun weekend um, with combine and you know everything that goes along with that trade talk, free agency talk, and you know everything that GMs discuss over um, you know dinner and a drink. Right? I feel like the combine is a way to you know unwind a bit um, from the season and try to get some intel on guys and what their plans are heading into the off season. Um, you know, the Jets are not excluded from this, right? Joe Douglas has a lot of work to do with the roster, with both sides of the ball, offensive defense. You know, what is the plan at offensive line? Um, you know, what's the plan at safety? And, of course, what's the plan at quarterback, right? Are the Jets looking to stay and uh, be patient with Aaron Rodgers, or are they willing to um, kind of cut bait with that idea and go full force to Derek Carr? There's a lot of different scenarios that are going to play out um, in the next few weeks, you know, between a few teams, right? It's not only the Jets, you know, in the thick of things for Derek Carr, right? It's the Panthers now who have met with them, the Saints. There are different teams and many different outcomes that can happen um, in the Derek Carr sweepstakes. And I'm not sure if the Jets want to get into it with a guy who's looking for $35 million plus a year when you're not 100% sure that he's going to bring you to the promised land, right? I know the report leaked that he could be your first ballot Hall of Famer in New York. Um, sure. I mean, that would be, you know, the... Mecca of all Meccas, right? That'd be the best outcome of anything that could ever happen, right? With, with a guy like Derek Carr becoming a first-team Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer, sorry. But it, um, you know, realistically, he's signing here for, say, $38 million a year. Um, for three years, I'll put him on a three-year contract. It seems like Douglas likes to give out, you know, three-year deals. It would likely be more towards... You know, a back-ended deal here um, with, with the money going more towards 2024 and 2025. But, you know, Joe Douglas is not, you know, he's not dumb. I think he understands the situation that the Jets are in. I think he understands that winning now is probably the best formula for this team with Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, ABT still on the rookie contracts. It would be fortuitous for Joe um, to try to excel uh, accelerate the process, right? Get a guy like Aaron Rodgers or trade for a guy that we're not even thinking of, like Lamar Jackson. Um, we're thinking of him a lot, but, you know, are the Ravens really going to trade him in conference? Are they even going to trade him in the first place? Um, could a guy like Aaron Rodgers make the Jets an instant Super Bowl contender? Um, I think he could. I think they could compete at a very high level in the AOC and then eventually, you know, head towards, um, you know, what we've all been waiting for in the playoff aspiration, the playoff mandate um, that. You know, secretly, I feel like Woody Johnson is going to place this offseason. He might not say it, um, but, you know, heading into next season, I think Joe Douglas and Robert Sala know that there's a clear playoff mandate for 2023 and beyond. And if they don't reach the playoffs in 2023, 2024, um, it's likely wraps both of them in New York, and I think they know that. And I think Robert Sala is not going to want to go down with a guy like Ryan Tannehill or, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback, even though Garoppolo is probably, you know, a safer option if you were to fall back from Derek Carr. But, He's going to want to go out, you know, in style, right? He's going to want to go out with veteran coaches around him like Nathaniel Hackett um, and Todd Downing, and he's going to want to go out with guys like um, Aaron Rodgers, right? If it weren't to work out in New York with Rodgers and the Jets, 
it, that wouldn't be a bad way to go out with, you know, for Robert Sala because that means Aaron Rodgers would be going out with him. Um, but let's not think too negatively like that. Let's keep it positive. Let's keep it light. And let's think about the positives if the Jets were to acquire Aaron Rodgers um, in 2023. And I think, you know, you're, you're thinking short-term here is I don't think Rodgers is going to play more than a year in New York. Who knows? He can come out and, you know, request a trade to the Jets and be like, yeah, I'm completely down for two years and more. Um, you know, Rodgers is pretty un- unpredictable. You don't really know what he's going to do. Um, but if he does come out and say, yep, I'm 100% down to play more than one year, then, I mean, you're heading into this trade with the idea that you have Rodgers until 2025 at least. Um, the 2024 offseason, I should say. And in 2025, you'll be looking for a new QB. Um, but overall, I think it would be, you know, it would definitely be in the Jets' best interest to try to gauge where Rodgers is at. Meaning, you know, he appeared on, um, I believe it was Aubrey Martin. I'm not sure if I have that name right. Um, Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus, sorry about that. Um, said he doesn't want to drag his decision, right? He doesn't want to drag his decision out um, like Brett Favre did in 2008 with the Jets, right? He doesn't want to make this a drama situation, as he referred it to. Not quoted, but... Um, he said along those lines, you know, um, I don't want to drag anybody around. I'll make a decision soon enough, right? And I think, you know, I don't think he's going to retire. I think it sounds like a guy who wants to be along, be around for a year or two. Um, he, it still feels like he has something to prove. And, you know, he has a Super Bowl win. He has a couple MVPs. The guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. But, you know, I feel like Rodgers is the kind of guy when the offseason is revolving around him and it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to retire. He doesn't have much left in the tank. And, you know, even if he doesn't go back to Green Bay, he's just going to call it quits. I think that actually kind of irks Rodgers inside, and I think you see the greats have that. You know, Brady, when Schefter leaked the report of him retiring last year, Brady kind of came out and said, nah, I'm going to play one more year. And it's it's the stubbornness from these guys, these great quarterbacks that are just, they, they comes out of them and it's just like, okay, yeah, I can't have this be my final goodbye, right? So I think Rodgers is kind of in the same boat here where he's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to let anybody talk to me, you know, t- talk to my persona like that. And I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play another year or two here and try to prove that I could still play at an extremely high level. And it seems like Rodgers is, you know, fully committed to that mindset heading into 2023. And I think, you know, you... You watch a guy like Rodgers in 2022, and it wasn't his best year, right? He had guys like Alan Lazard still, though, and, you know, Romeo Dobbs, and guys like um, Christian Watson, who are good, and they're they're serviceable weapons for a guy like Rodgers, who's elite, and is still elite, even though he might have had a down year, air quotes, in 2022. 2023, say he goes into the offseason, okay, I don't really want to be in the Packers anymore. I want to go to a new team. The Jets, who by all accounts um, are really one of the only teams that I could see majorly interested in getting Rodgers. It seems like the Raiders are kind of out. I believe their their GM and head coach um, are kind of out on the Rodgers sweepstakes. I saw that report today um, from Vic Tafer. I'm not sure if that's you know I'm not sure if that came directly from from the two. I'm guessing he has a source within the building, but it, it's still. It's funny to me that the Jets are probably going to be one of the only ones in this situation. And sourly enough, it reminds me of the Le'Veon Bell situation in 2019 when the Jets were really the only team in that market as well. And Bell tried to drive up the price by, you know, visiting or talking to the Ravens and the Raiders. And the Jets eventually got him for four years, $60 million. Um, Hoping that's not the case here with Rodgers. 
it's a bit of a different situation as well. This is a trade situation. So if Rogers says, yeah, I don't want to be in, you know, on Green Bay anymore. I want to go to a different team. Then the Packers really have no choice but to trade into one of the only teams interested, and that would be the Jets. There's no really negotiating price here. Um, if anything, Rogers would likely negotiate his contract to fit the Jets cap situation in 2023 better. Um, so it would likely be a net positive for the Jets heading into 2023 and beyond. And I think the Jets would be fortuitous again. Um, to look into that situation a bit further, I wouldn't go full force to Derek Carr um, because you're playing a dangerous game, right? You're, I know you're already playing a dangerous game with waiting for Rodgers. Um, you know, who knows when it could be, right? Could, could it be March 10th? Could it be next week? Who, who knows? Um, Carr seems to be taking his time as well. I think he wants to get something done before March 13th, which begins the new league year. But at the same time, you know, I'm not sure if the Jets are willing to wait that long either. You know, well, what if Rodgers comes out tomorrow on Thursday and says, yeah, I don't want to be in Green Bay anymore. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, you know, wave my no trade clause and see if I can get to the Jets, right? Or see if I can um, take my talents to New York where they have weapons like Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Elijah Moore, uh, Tyler Conklin, the tight end. You know, a, a better offensive line unit in 2023 with AVT coming back and hopefully Beckton getting healthy, competing for one of those tackle spots, as long as drafting and signing a, uh, a guard or center. So I think it's going to be really, really interesting to see um, how the Jets build their roster around a guy like Derek Carr or a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Um, the roster building is going to look different depending on what guy you get, right? You get Derek Carr. He's probably going to be a little cheaper in year one, so you're probably going to be able to get you know, a few more pieces around him. You cut Corey Davis, you cut Braxton Berrios, you get a good weapon and wide receiver, you draft one or two, and you should be all set for 2023. You get Rodgers, that cap hit is going to look like $58 million probably a year around there. So then you're looking more like, yeah, you definitely cut Corey Davis, you probably definitely cut Braxton Berrios. You think about restructuring or cutting Carl Lawson to get that cap um, under the selected amount there, and then you... you you think about how you could upgrade this roster more. Do you trade for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins to make that big splash? Try to negotiate his contract a bit to fit the cap situation in 23. And then you have, you know, Garrett Wilson, DeAndre Hopkins, Elijah Moore as your top three receivers. You sign another one and draft one. I'm just spitballing here, but the Jets are going to have a lot of roster gymnastics to do, especially when they decide on their quarterback. Um, who knows if those gym- gymnastics get done before they sign the quarterback? I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt seeing a restructure or a cut before you know march 10th or march 13th i i think the jets would be you know um pretty ahead of themselves and it's a good thing in this situation to try to cut a guy like Corey davis before march 13th right i don't think he has any special um recommendation here to cut him post june 1st so i think you cut him you know in the next few weeks here and you hit you have some cap to work with in free agency um, we're trying to upgrade a few spots, right? Safety is not out of the question for guys like um, Jesse Bates is on the market. CJ Gardner Johnson, who is a pipe dream, and the Eagles are going to likely at least you know franchise tag him. I'm pretty sure if he if they don't reach a long term deal, um, you know, can they probably Von Bell away from Cincinnati as well? So many questions, so many different formulas here to uncover as we enter the free agency market and head into Combine weekend. So with that. Um, this episode felt like it went by really quick, and I think it did, um, because we got to a lot, um, and I'm going to leave it there. Um, and, you know, it, 
there's going to be a lot more to talk about heading into the you know next few weeks. Quinn Williams extension, right? What is that going to look like for the Jets heading into 2023? And I think I touched on that a bit last episode. Quincy Williams is a guy who will likely be brought back on Quinn's deal as well. It's just going to be a package deal between those two. So I'll be happy to see Quincy back as well. I like him. I like his motor, and I like that. He shouldn't be too, too expensive. Um, I think the Jets would be uh, pretty smart to bring him back and have Quinn very happy heading into OTAs and training camp um, in the next few months. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and stop you guys here. Uh, if you have not already, make sure you follow my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New Jets Game Plan. If you have not already, uh, make sure you listen to all the other podcasts on this feed and leave a positive review on Apple if you have not already. So I appreciate everyone tuning in, and I will see you next week for... Hopefully a big uh, quarterback update, but we will see.